Hello and welcome to the Recovery Club. Welcome back. I'm your podcast host Emily and today's episode is kind of going to be my honest experience of recovery. So about a week ago I hit my nine months into recovery milestone and I really wanted to do an episode where I kind of just talked about my experience, the good parts about recovery, the bad parts, whether I regret it, what I would encourage for other people to do, things like that because I feel like people don't really talk about the, the, I don't know, I feel like a lot of the time on social media a lot of people tend to shy away from from being honest about recovery and also acknowledging that it can be really 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 difficult but also still very necessary and still very important and it's hard because there's a lot of content out there even in the recovery community that is almost like anti-recovery it's almost just people complaining about how hard recovery is and not that there's anything wrong with that you know it's important to be honest but at the same time I think you need we need more people encouraging recovery like genuine recovery not some quasi recovery not some disordered version real recovery so that's kind of what today's episode is all about I'm talking very strangely and I don't even know why I have tried to record this episode so many times and it's never worked out for me because for some reason I either get sick of my voice or I don't feel like I'm in the flow of it or I just feel like I'm not in the mood to do it so I really hope today's episode goes up you never know so that's why it's taken me so long to release another episode because I've just been avoiding it (laughs) um and when I do come to record these episodes I'm just like oh I don't know I've been in a slump lately in all honesty I've not been doing well I've not been thriving mentally it's not been a fun time but don't worry that doesn't mean my recovery is affected I'm just finding things difficult I'm not relapsing at all just want to put that out there and also before I do every episode I always like to give a little trigger warning and a disclaimer and say I live in a city, by the way, so if you can hear some weird background noise, I'm so sorry. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional. I cannot diagnose or give you any ground medical advice. I can only advise you based on my own personal experience as well as research I have done. And similarly, I will be talking about eating disorders in a lot of detail. So if you do not feel like you're in a great place to listen to this, please click off, save yourself the hassle. But at the same time, I do make sure this is a safe space, free from numbers or anything like that. So I really hope you enjoy today's episode and I want to know how you guys are. You guys are like my best friends so I love when I get um, DMs from you. I fucking love that shit. If you DM me and just tell me your life story or just tell me things about yourself, I will love it. I will, I just, it just makes me feel not alone and I love that so much because recovery can be a very isolating experience especially if you're constantly comparing yourself and because I don't go to therapy anymore because I just charge myself um I really struggle to find well to I really struggle with loneliness I feel like I'm all alone on this recovery journey so having this podcast has been literally the best thing for my recovery I'm not even joking every time I'm struggling or every time I regret recovery or anything like that I will come on here I'll read my conversations with some of you guys and I will just listen to my own podcast because it really does help me like this is helping me 
but I also want it to help you, so it's kind of just like a, I don't know, but I don't even know what I'm saying, I don't know how to word what I'm saying, and also my voice is very fucked, I had freshers flu, I've been in, I moved to university at the beginning of September, I've had freshers flu, that lasted about three weeks, which is just where you get ill from going out so much, and then, um, it's still kind of with me, it's in my nose, like, I can't really talk, I sound very nasally, so I'm very sorry about that, I'm very sorry, but I really hope you're doing well, and I'm just gonna get today's episode started with, because it's, it might be a long one, it might be a short one, we have no idea, that's the thing with these episodes, I have no idea if I'm gonna go on a tangent, I have no idea what's gonna happen, I have no idea what I'll talk about, but that's why I love it so much, because it just feels like I'm having a conversation with you, a one-sided conversation, but still a conversation, right, and I talk to myself as it is, so I should probably, um, I might as well put it into a podcast, so you guys, or some of you know that I am currently working on a book, at the moment and this is a recovery journal so it's an interactive book so half of it is like just a normal book layout like it's all about eating disorder recovery and then throughout it there are so many interactive opportunities so like it's all it's basically meant to really help you with your recovery okay so it covers every single topic you could probably think of and in every single topic that it talks about it will ask you to do a certain task to help your recovery so some of them are just as easy as writing things down so a lot of it is like write down um you know there are a couple things where it's like write down what you want your future to look like write down your future if you recover and write down your future if you don't recover it's all just like very much pro recovery obviously um trying to get you back on track or get you to start recovery or just it just it's an educational and interactive book and i'm really really pouring my soul into it okay because i am a huge believer but also i'm just a huge believer that every single person deserves help no matter how much you weigh no matter what and i don't think that people are given help i don't think there is enough i don't think there are enough resources for people with eating disorders and i think it's very much the case of the nhs being underfunded but at the same time that doesn't mean that people have to go without help so what i'm trying to do is make a book that covers all topics that people could possibly like could want to would want to read about or topics that you know about things that people have experienced or how to stop behaviors that are relevant to eating disorders and stuff like that it's really just trying to make an affordable book a like another resource for us all for everyone because everyone deserves the opportunity to get better everyone deserves um to be educated a bit more on on an eating disorder that they have everyone deserves help and i think what i'm trying to do is create something that everyone has access to doesn't matter your weight doesn't matter how much you're struggling doesn't matter who you are or anything like that everyone has got this opportunity like everyone's got equal access to this resource okay um and i'm working so hard on it and i just really hope it helps i really hope you like it and i'll update you a bit more about when it's coming out but i'm still in the process of writing it i've done about 200 pages so far so i've just got a couple more things i want to do and then it'll be in your hands and also i want to do a lot of giveaways i want to give a lot of them out for free just to say thank you for supporting me so much um because i don't know where i'd be without the support like i'm not even saying that to be cringy because i know everyone does but 
This podcast really is one of the main reasons I keep recovering, even when I'm not feeling like it. On the days where I don't even feel like I have the strength to to pull myself together, I just think, you know what? No, I have people relying on me, almost. I don't know. I'll talk about this a bit more in the podcast because that is a big part of my recovery is this podcast and social media and so yeah there's a lot of positives about it there's a lot of negatives about it but I'll just I'll give you an overview so I started my recovery back in January 2022 I was in recovery from September last year but I don't really consider that recovery just because it was very much quasi was very much fake recovery and I was actually struggling a lot now I haven't really been open about this or or honest or anything so I'm just going to put a trigger warning here and say that I will be talking about purging um, which can trigger a lot of people's emetophobia as well as obviously their eating disorders so I'm just going to be giving a quick insight into my experience of recovery when I wasn't actually doing so well because the thing is in my mind I told myself you know I I was in recovery you know I convinced everyone I was in recovery and that was great but at the same time I started to develop a purging addiction so this went on for a couple months and luckily I was getting help from an eating disorder service anyway so it just it kind of was great that I still had that support going because they really did help me overcome that addiction and kick it in the bud and now um and now it's very much something I don't struggle with anymore but the thing is I think it's important that I talk about this because I know a lot of people when they are in recovery from anorexia a lot of people develop either binge eating disorder or bulimia or orthorexia and the thing is it's very easy to go from one eating disorder to another it is so easy because when you were trying to recover from an eating disorder, you try and stop all those disordered behaviours. But because you are struggling, because you have not mentally recovered yet, you still need something. You still need something to distract yourself with. You still need a coping mechanism. But because in early recovery, it's very much difficult to... Obviously, your brain, your my mind wasn't recovered at all so when I stopped counting calories and when I stopped restricting I found myself having these episodes where I would be purging instead and the thing is it's very common it's very common and I like to call it symptom substitution so the way I see it is that when you give up any disordered behaviors I if you do not make any mental progress if you do not mentally recover it's very likely that you're going to substitute one disordered behavior for another now if this doesn't really make sense think of it like this so if you have managed to stop restricting and stop um calorie counting or weighing yourself you might develop other behaviors such as becoming obsessed with clean eating and going down the orthorexia route maybe you become obsessed with fitness in your recovery and so you go down that pipeline or maybe you develop purging addictions or binging addictions the thing is it's very difficult and it's very difficult to just recover in a straight work in a straight line you know to to have a very linear sort of recovery because if you're not doing any mental work you're very likely 
going to develop another disordered behavior which can then manifest into a different eating disorder and i've done a whole episode about this about how eating disorders can lead to other eating disorders and how sometimes one eating disorder is a gateway to many eating disorders in your life and i've experienced this myself you know i started off um four years ago developing some sort of orthorexia arfid relating to my health and then i think that was the gateway to anorexia because you almost develop a certain way of thinking around food and it's very difficult to undo or unlearn that way of thinking and so when you're recovering or just when you're recovering from one eating disorder your brain is not yet recovered enough to the point where you don't need other coping mechanisms you know your eating disorder is a coping mechanism calorie counting is a coping mechanism it's a form of trying to control something these are all coping mechanisms and so if you're not mentally getting any better you are probably likely going to find a different coping mechanism maybe one just as disordered as your old coping mechanisms maybe one better whatever it is it's just it's very difficult to recover from anorexia and have no other complications it's very difficult to recover from any insulter and have no other complications but in my experience recovering from anorexia and giving up behaviors such as calorie counting and weighing myself it left me feeling like I didn't have any form of control or any form of coping mechanism and so I would find control in other ways obviously that's not control I was being controlled by my eating disorder but you know how it works you think you're in control but you're really not and I think this is why it's important to talk about this because not everyone who recovers from an eating disorder will develop other symptoms of eating disorders or go down different pipelines like the fitness pipeline or the orthorexia pipeline or the binge eating pipeline or the bulimic pipeline it's like not everyone's gonna go down that road but It's also important to uh, acknowledge that it is possible to go down different roads and that's why um that's why it's so important that you really focus your energy on your mental recovery okay because if you are not doing any of the work mentally if you're not trying to unpack all of the trauma and all of the issues that almost well contributed towards you developing that eating disorder to begin with then it's going to be very likely that you either don't recover or don't recover in the way that you thought you were going to recover because a big chunk of recovery is the mental aspects if anything that's all of the recovery you know it's important that your nutrition is on top it's important that you're looking after yourself from a physical point of view but it is very very necessary that you work on the mental aspects of recovery before anything else so i was with eating disorder services i was with mental health services and i had been for a couple years at this point so we're thinking back to like january now when i first started recovery and it was really because of the nurses that i had i had some amazing nurses look after me um and they're the people there are two of them and i fucking love these people they were helping me through a crisis and they really got me to realize that you know, my life doesn't have to just be about an eating disorder, my life can be so much more than that, and they really almost found me at a really dark time in my life when I was very close to giving up, and I've never been inpatient um, for my eating disorder, I've never been inpatient for mental health issues, I, um, and the thing is, at this point in my life, this January, I was 
um, having assessments done, 24-7 mental health act assessments. I was waiting for a bed in a hospital because I was in a crisis. And it was at this time in my life when I didn't want to recover. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to recover, but I also didn't want to have an eating sore anymore. And that's why I was so depressed because I was so close to giving up and just ending my life because I couldn't see a life for myself where my eating disorder wasn't controlling me 24 seven. And that's so crazy to think back at because now I'm at a place where I'm so much more free than I ever used to be. And I never thought this was possible. So recovery has given me this. Recovery has given me my will to live back. And don't get me wrong, that's not always been the case. There are times where I am struggling a lot with my mental health and it also has such a profound effect on my recovery as well and my desire to keep going. So some of the things about recovery that I've personally found really challenging is the comparison. Now I've done episodes about comparison before and I preach that you know everyone is different and you shouldn't compare yourself and blah 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 and that is so true but the thing is it's so much more complex than that you know eating disorders are so so competitive in nature that comparison almost feels like a given you know and it's been difficult because I have a platform in the recovery community I've got this podcast I've got Instagram, TikTok, and I'm very much present in the recovery community, but this recovery community is not always perfect, you know? This is something I'm going to do a huge episode about with someone else who also feels very passionately about this, but the recovery community is not all that. It's can be a, It can be a place of comparison. It can be a place where people validate themselves at the expense of others, and it can be a place where you almost feel worse sometimes after after going on recovery TikTok because a lot of people will be posting content that is not necessarily going to help anyone. And you know, we're, people aren't responsible for your triggers, I suppose, but at the same time, people are responsible for what they post. And if you have a recovery page, if you are posting recovery shit or eating disorder shit on any social media platform, please, for the love of God, ask yourself, whether this is actually going to help anyone because it's all fun making lighthearted comments and jokes about eating disorders but at the end of the day if the recovery community is just full of toxic um anti-recovery stuff you know that is not going to help anyone and this really needs to be a place where everyone can come together feel supported feel motivated and instead of compare themselves to each other it should be a place where people feel supported and united and almost like it's us against the eating disorder instead of like us against each other because it should never be us against each other you know you should never feel like you should have to compare yourself or that you're less sick than other people or that people have it worse or that more or that people are more deserving of recovery than you instead of seeing everyone with an eating disorder or just everyone in general as your competition it's so much more helpful, so much more helpful and positive and beneficial for your mental health if you see people as on your side. You know, no one's there to threaten your eating disorder, no one's there to threaten your eating disorder or anything like that, but at the same time, I think it's so important that we all just take accountability and realise that it's actually our responsibility what we post into the recovery community every single one of us has a 
individual responsibility to make sure that what they post is going to help people because we could all just go around and upload our body checks you know if imagine if every single person uploaded their body checks imagine if every single person told us their lowest weight imagine if every single person told everyone their behaviors that would be so disordered that's basically the fucking pro-anna community you know but the thing is it's so common you can go and tiktok and within a couple scrolls down you have someone's body very like posed or even if it's not posed i just think there is a very fine line between what's acceptable in a recovery community and what isn't and i don't think whether it's a body check or not i do not think that the recovery community has place for everyone to just be posting about their bodies or posting their bodies you know if you look in like the alcohol recovery community the drug addict community you don't see people with their like bare legs out you know and it doesn't matter what size you are it doesn't matter whether you're thin like a underweight a healthy weight overweight it doesn't matter what size you are you need to realize that posting your body on recovery tiktok is not going to help anyone because even if you do not see yourself as a potential trigger to other people other people might see that as a trigger okay and yes you are just living you're just existing in your body that is absolutely fine you know there is nothing wrong with that at all however i think there's a time and place and i think that people i think that it's become so normalized now for people to post their um their sick bodies or just their bodies in general on the recovery community like hashtag and it's like even if your recovery even if your post is pro recovery even if you're encouraging something whether you're showing a fear food you've had or a challenge you've done or sharing an amazing win you've had whatever it is does that tiktok is that tiktok um is it necessary for your body to be on full show for everyone like in a recovery tiktok setting you know i don't think it is because i think we all know how easy it is for our eating disorder to get triggered by something you know and i think that when people act naive and people act like they're not they don't know what they're doing i think that's really harmful as well because even though i don't think anyone deserves hate you know i don't i don't think that it's appropriate for people to comment on people's tiktoks some horrible stuff about their bodies or anything like that i still think that it's every single person's individual responsibility to make sure that what they're posting is not going to harm other people or is not likely to harm other people and you know we all make mistakes i've done it in the past i've done it in the past where i posted uh tiktok so my body was in it and it just you don't realize that in the moment exactly what you're doing but at the same time it's it's a bit naive you know it's a bit ignorant as well and i think that we just have to all collectively take responsibility for the recovery community and making sure that it's a safe space for everyone but the reason why i wanted to talk about this is because the recovery community has had such a positive and a negative impact on my recovery so i'll talk a bit about the negative first the recovery community has made me compare myself so much you know it's just adding fuel to a already burning fire imagine your whole house is burning down and your house represents you okay imagine your whole house is burning down having triggers is like just adding alcohol to the fire you know, it's not going to do anything positive for you. It's just going to contribute to the spiral. It's going to contribute to you hurting and your trauma and everything like that. And you just have to be so careful. Now, the recovery community, I've had a lot of positive experiences as well. Um, I have met some amazing people in the recovery community. 
who have profoundly benefited my mental health. I have made so many friends who I fucking adore and so many people who I can just talk to about the same, about the eating disorder. Because the thing is, eating disorders can be so isolating. You don't feel like you can just openly talk about how you're feeling, what you're struggling with. Whereas when you have people around you who have similar struggles, it can make you feel so much less alone and you can get advice from people. And I think that's been one of the huge benefits. Another massive benefit of the recovery community is this podcast, Um, which sounds really stupid, but from my point of view, I am so grateful that I made this podcast because it's helped me so much like every single time I'm feeling negative every time I'm triggered every time I feel demotivated and just don't want to recover I come in here I talk about recovery and I leave feeling so much better than when I first started (laughs) um and I think the one thing that really has helped me going in all honesty is my desire to help people I just want to be a positive influence on people. I want people to have a place where they can come to and feel understood and not feel like someone's judging them, but feel like someone actually cares about them and has their best interests at heart. And that's what I want this podcast to be and what this book to be. I want this book to be like. But this has definitely been one of the most helpful things to me in my recovery. Some of the things that I found really hard in recovery, in all honesty, is... Whenever I'm having a bad day, whenever something goes wrong in my life or I feel out of control, I find myself feeling angry at myself for recovering. I get a lot of urges to relapse and I think it's because when I feel like things are out of my control, when I feel like my recovery life is not all that I thought it would be, I don't see a point and that is just my honest experience but just because I don't feel motivated just because I have urges to relapse it doesn't mean I'm ever going to or I will or I have and I think that's the same for a lot of people a lot of people struggle every single day because they're fighting relapse urges and it's something that not everyone will experience some people might find that they don't have any urges to relapse some people find that they have them every day and it can be a battle it really can be a battle not knowing which direction to go in it's very comforting to just run back into the arms of your eating disorder but you need to realize that that never got you very far to begin with engaging in your eating disorder never improved your quality of life and this is something you have to remind yourself of every single day and every time that you get an urge to relapse I want you to remember why you decided to recover in the first place. I really do because I think we look back at our eating disorders through rose-coloured glasses. I think that we look back and only ever glamorise our personal experience of eating disorders. Um, Maybe we look back at photos of our bodies and think, shit, like, I looked so much better then and I wish I looked like that again and I want to lose weight and I want to look like this again. But you need to remember just how dreadful that time of your life was. Eating disorders are fucking exhausting. They drain the living shit out of you. (laughs) Sorry to use such vulgar language, but you need to remember just how horrible the experience of having an eating disorder is and was so you can move on with your life. I think moving on with your life is the ultimate goal. 
who knows whether you'll fully recover or not but what is certain is that you can fully recover you know no one is taking away that opportunity from you you have the opportunity to fully recover again who knows it just depends which direction you go in and that is all governed by your actions you know are you choosing to engage in your eating disorder or are you choosing to make decisions that are influenced by recovery and that will move you along further in your recovery now some of the amazing things about recovery is just everything (laughs) i can't even explain it everything just begins to have color again that's the only way i can explain it i remember this one day i was working i was walking home from work and i passed my old cams i used to work in the hospital right so every day um that i went to work or was walking back from work i would pass my cams i'd pass my old eating sort of therapist like um building I'd pass the psych ward all these things and I remember this one specific day I was walking home and everything just looked like it had color again and I remember walking back from work being like this is one of the first times I've ever walked down this road and not had a breakdown because every other time I would walk down this road it would either be because of cams or an eating sort of appointment or um the crisis team or anything like that and I remember walking down this road just looking at the trees and like the plants and being like oh my god life has fucking color again and feeling grateful i just remember feeling so grateful for recovery in that moment and i think that's been such a profound moment and every time someone asks me to describe what recovery is like i just say that everything has color again you know you get your personality back you get your your relationships will massively improve you have so many more opportunities you get to live your life not controlled by an eating disorder and I just don't know how there's anything better than that now don't get me wrong recovery is fucking difficult and there are days where I am fighting for my life to stay on track but I think that's comes with recovery you know it's a difficult process and that's guaranteed but at the same time it's one of the best things it's the best thing I've ever done for myself I think back to where I was just only nine months ago and where I am now and there is such a difference in everything. My relationships now are so much better. I have made so many memories this year. I have done so much. I've achieved so much. I did really well in my exams. I'm in university. You know, even just the small things like the fact that I'm in university now is just goes to show how far I've come and that in itself is enough motivation to keep me going in recovery the fact that I was able to go to university and yeah I think the positives of recovery completely outweigh the negatives and I will say that every day of my life even on the days where I am struggling I will always vouch for recovery I will always encourage recovery because it will just change your life for the better in so many ways that it it just it just transforms you it transforms you as a person but it also transforms your life transforms your relationships your education your opportunities it just transforms everything and I will never regret choosing recovery even on the days where I feel so much anger towards myself for recovering or I feel like it's so difficult and I have urges to relapse I will never regret recovery and I will never regret the way I gained because the way I gained allowed me to 
do all of the amazing things I've done this year, you know, it's allowed me to go to university, it's allowed me to have so much fun, it's allowed me to go out and feel energised and all these things and basically, (laughs) to summarise, recovery is something you will never regret for good, you know, I think there are two levels, there are the feelings are very fleeting to me, I think that, you know, you can have feelings of you can feel angry at yourself for recovering, you can feel angry for gaining weight, you can feel sad that you've gained weight, you can feel scared that you've gained weight, but I think with time, you will never regret it, I I just don't think you will ever regret recovery, and it's something that will just completely change your life, so if you right now are seeking a change, or if you're looking for a sign to keep recovering, to keep going, this is it, I am telling you now, you are not going to regret recovery if you properly give it your all. I think the only time where maybe you might regret recovery is if you're not doing it, if you're not recovering for real, you know, if you're giving, if you're having some sort of quasi-recovery, I think that, well, obviously that's not going to compare to the real thing, you know, quasi-recovery is never going to give you the results of real recoveries, which is why you have to fucking commit to real recovery right now, because I promise you, you can't live in quasi-recovery forever, it will, you know, it might be good for the short term, you know, you might be eating enough to feel energized, you might be not struggling too much, but at the same time, if you're not really recovering, you're not really moving at all, and I think that it's so important that we just, that I just remind you, and just really, like, emphasize how important real recovery is, please, for the love of God, if you're struggling with quasi-recovery, go back to the episode I did about something like, it was called something like, are you in quasi-recovery, are you stuck in quasi-recovery, and please listen to that if you're struggling, because I promise you, the difference between quasi-recovery and real recovery is massive, you know, it's a really great difference, and I'm vouching for real recovery, I'm saying real recovery is the one, it's the best, but at the same time, it's a very difficult experience, experience and I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say that it's easy because there are some days I don't even want to get out of bed or the days I don't want to be seen because of how bad my body image is but on those days I just try and remind myself why I started to recover in the first place and everything I'd have to give up if I was to go back if I was to relapse so yeah nine months into recovery where am I now um I am in a difficult spot at the moment. I am not struggling as much with my eating disorder, but I am struggling with my general mental health, which can have a bit of an effect on my eating disorder as well. But just because I am struggling at the moment with my mental health, it does not mean that I regret recovery. It does not mean I want to relapse or I'm going to relapse. I think recovery is something that happens alongside life, you know? It's not going to fix all your problems. There are still going to be things that go on. You're still going to have bad mental health days, bad body image days, but recovery is something that happens alongside life. And I think that it's important to realise that, yes, recovery is not going to solve all your problems, but it is going to make it a fuck load easier to deal with them. And I just really, really want to say to anyone out there who's debating recovering or not, who is debating relapsing or not, please, please please oh my god I'm sorry but please do not give up yet things are tough right things are tough but you are so much stronger than giving up you can do this and I know it's tiring I know you feel exhausted and I know you're tired of fighting this battle every day 
but there are people in this world that love you and that want you to get better and there are things in this world waiting for you and you just have this whole life ahead of you that wouldn't even be possible if you were to relapse or you were to engage in your eating disorder still. There is a whole world on the other side of recovery that is waiting for you. There is a whole other world and it's just about trying to make those steps, those first initial steps and you know, don't overwhelm yourself. It is overwhelming when you think about the concept of recovery, but if you just take it a step at a time, a meal at a time, a day at a time, I can assure you that it will be so much better for your mental health and effective, you know? It's gonna help you recover so much better if you just focus on putting one foot in front of the other and really just taking your time, but also looking after yourself in the process. So I'm going to leave today's episode here and say thank you so much for all the love and support. I think every single one of you is amazing and I'm so proud of everyone and I really just want to emphasise how important it is that you look after yourself. You have probably been through so much, right? You've been through so much. The world is a shit place a lot of the time. You have to look after yourself. That is the only thing you can do. And one of the things that I think I've mentioned before, but I love is is the serenity prayer. I'm not religious at all, but there's this prayer that I always tell myself or I almost recite to myself whenever I'm feeling like I've lost control. And it goes like this. I think this isn't it for sure, I don't think, but it's like kind of the rough idea. It says, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference between them both and I think that's so important because I think it you know it really helps me realize that there are a lot of things in this life that I cannot control and that I just need to work on accepting that instead of trying to control something else like food or calories or weight or something like that I think this can be such a good like mantra you almost repeat to yourself and yeah I don't know I'm gonna leave that with you and just say thank you so much for listening, I really hope today's episode helped you, or even if it just gave you some insight into what recovery is like, or the things that I find difficult, things I find great, it's just an honest review of recovery so far, and I just hope the takeaway message is to not give up, okay, do not give up, because things change, and just because things are difficult now, it doesn't mean that you don't have this amazing life waiting for you, so again, I'm gonna say I love you, and goodbye and I'll see you in the next episode I'm so grateful for you all honestly I am so grateful for the love and support I get for this podcast because we're just friends we're just best friends I guess um and yeah so I'll see you in the next episode take care of yourself go and get something to eat if you're feeling like it and I'll see you in the next episode bye also happy Monday have a good week